Welcome to That Happiness Show. I am Gemma Fossett, host and creator. I bring you my 25 years experience in finding happiness. You are the creator of your reality and thus you do create your happiness too. This is no longer about chasing the dream, but learning to stand in your power and receive. I am frequency expert, artist, teacher, and grateful mommy, here to guide you with the tools, ideas, and education around raising your frequency, learning to be present, and finding the happiness you deserve. Thank you for joining us. Welcome, this is Gemma, and I am so excited to be here. It's been a few days, and that's because I was on the island working on my places, the retreat center, uh, meeting people, guests, and working on a commission, an art commission that is coming along so beautifully. I'm really happy with it. So, oh, and today's a big day, but here I am starting my day out with you. And I, <clears throat> this really is special to me because I get grounded when I do this podcast and I open myself up to new possibility. I open myself up to co-creating. And that is so key today for you who are listening, you who recognize that there's something more than your physical body. There's something more than doing the programs that you've been programmed with since you were a child. There's more to that. There's more to this life. It's way more. It's like that is just so the surface. I can't even tell you. It's just like the... um. Oh, I don't even know like a great metaphor for it. But if you look at the um, ocean as a human, you just see the top and there is just so much depth and mystery and wonder and amazing and beautiful and divine that is happening below the surface. But all you see is that that sheet of wave on the top, that sheet of surface. There is so much more. And this is what's going on with us. There is so much more, but we've turned ourselves into this sheet of just surface. So, oh, who are you? Oh, you know, I'm a college graduate and I this is my career and I have two children. This is surface. This is nothing. It doesn't say anything about who you are. Nothing. So we want to get to the point where we recognize we are creators and co-creators and that we can create anything we want. This is where it is so magical and so unbelievable for some that they just turn right back and go to sleep in their programs. But we can't afford to sleep anymore because the the availability and the purpose is so huge. Now, if you go to sleep, no worries. You have permission to go to sleep. There is like every single person in every single awareness, awakeness, consciousness, asleepness, all of it is participating in the expansion in one way or another. Whew, isn't that freeing to know that no matter what, you're still contributing, you're still okay, you're still enough? Now, for those of us who are feeling like, our wings want to come out of the cocoon. <laughs> That's how I feel all the time. Oh my God. So if you're feeling like you want to stretch those wings and fly, then go for it. And how does this get engaged? And again, every podcast, probably I'm saying this, loving yourself unconditionally. That is so key. If you don't love you, you're going nowhere. All right. You're going nowhere. So, um, if you, and if you want more on that, there's plenty of other podcasts. So um, we are now in this position 
to dream big. And I bump into people's limitations all the time. And thank God for other people who can be my reflectors because they will show me my limitations too. And it's time for us to just release. Now, it's so funny because I made the, um, and I, I had a personal expansion recently. I mean, I'm having them all the time. What can I say? I'm having them all the time. But not long ago, I mean, we're talking months, I was feeling this idea of trust. I had to process it. And oh my God, God bless Ursula. Ursula is just like a leaper. So Ursula decided to get her affairs, you know, all straight so that they were nice and organized for perpetuity, if that's a word. And um, (laughs) if my mom's listening, she's probably having a flashback to the words I made up as a child because I was really good at making words up. So anyway, so Ursula got on this thing and it really made me stretch back into my knowing about, you know, real estate and trusts and, and stuff like that. So, and I had studied it to some degree. So I, I was able to like, eh, 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 eh. and then I started recognizing that here I am building a retreat center. Here I am wanting to get off the grid myself. Um, here I am wanting to not own anything and everything, and then top that off with the fact that like six or seven years ago, I built a trust and then did nothing with it. And I realized that I'm sitting perfect for cleaning up my own affairs. And even though they're kind of invisible, you know, this whole thing about like ownership and all, it has an invisibility aspect to it because we haven't been taught as, as Americans, as humans, as responsible adults, we haven't been taught how to manage affairs. We've been taught that, oh, you just own something. When you die, then someone else owns it. So I am, uh, I'm, I'm an older mom. <laughs> I mean, I look it, I mean, I feel it, but I'm an older mom. I had Bella later. So there is a possibility. I mean, it doesn't matter what age you are, I guess, but that something could happen to me before Bella's of age. On top of that, you know, God uh, or my higher self or, you know, source energy told me I would build this retreat, but I wouldn't be running it. I didn't have to run it. Now that was so freeing for me. But what that also tells me is that in order to have others come in and assist, there would have to be like this like core business would have to have its own entity so people could step in and do the job properly and not just be, you know, uh, appearing to be hanger honors or moochers or something. So they had to be, it, it just, it just felt so good to make it legit. It felt so good to own nothing in this way where I create, 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 but it can go into this egg, this trust egg and just be there for whoever to come along and enjoy it for the next person who's going to run it for the people who are going to show up there and, and use the space. It can just be accessible to them. So I'm loving it. I'm loving it. And it was like a shift in my own expansion that allowed me to expand into a greater sense of understanding and therefore then commitment to uh, straightening this stuff out. You know, and I, I just, I can't even tell you how much I love that. I just love it. Mm. So, and I don't know, like to understand it from a way that doesn't feel like I, I must have had some ideas about big business and corporations, and maybe that's coming along too with all of this nonsense we're going through. And then just 
having to release that resentment so that I could build a corporation because the trust is like a little corp. It's like a little business. And so it just felt really good to be able to um, walk through that and birth this thing in a very alive, responsible way and not feeling like I was being pushed or dragged into it, you know, because in my group, You Women Network, we have this phenomenal woman who teaches people how to put their businesses in order to protect their business, you know, incorporate them in all of this. And yeah, and it just felt like much. It felt like much for nothing, you know, like, I mean, I have no employees. (laughs) I have no employees. But, you know, this is different. You know, this is something where I would like this thing to still be there for Bella. And, um, that can be, uh, part of the whole, the whole thing, part of the whole, um, trust, you know, it can be built in there. It's super cool. Now, originally I built my trust with really good people who were out in California and I'm on, on the East coast and it just didn't feel real to me. Now that Ursula did her trust with a woman who lives nearby and the woman sounds like so amazing, I am like, yes, that's a yes to this woman because I can meet her and know she's real and have a relationship with her. So the act of creating the trust is something beyond just, I I don't even know what to say about that. You know, like just me doing it. Like it feels like it's just me, but I want connection with people. I want to co-create. And so to co-create with Rose and I'm going to meet her today is really empowering to me. So I love that I just said the word empowering because we are stepping into a reality that is all about you owning your power. You're not a victim. And I love this new energy. And so I see it kind of happening in my own life. I see it with me taking responsibility for my personal boundaries and what's acceptable and what isn't acceptable. I see it in um, sculpting, sculpting out my future, but in this now present moment, you know, like really just enjoying all, really enjoying. My body is loving the physical work it's getting. And that is like, I, I just, I know, I absolutely know following inspired action is amazing. So we have to practice the difference between what is coming from inspired action, what is coming from our higher selves, and what's coming from our head, which is a file cabinet, people. It's a file cabinet. It is not your consciousness. It is not who you are. And how do we know the difference? Because we will say things like, I think, I think is a file cabinet maneuver. I feel is different. That is heart. Now, what do we process through our heart? And are we asking questions And then receiving answers that kind of like, whoop, they kind of like pop us up. They kind of lift us. They kind of give us chills. They kind of excite us. Now, now you're talking, co-creating. Now you're talking, building with your higher self. And that is big, big stuff. So if you get one of those little like, ooh, that felt good, then do it. Just go do it. And start to watch, like start to watch what happens. You can do this with house cleaning. You can just stand in your bedroom and go, what do I feel like doing? And then you're going to get a little flash. Like as soon as I'm done with this podcast, I'm making my bed. Like I feel it. Like I feel the good. I feel the yumminess in making the bed. The very act is, is going to make, it's going to feed my being. The very act. And it's not, <clears throat> it's not about being self-serving. 
It's about something bigger than that. It's about this, the fact that even housework can be inspired action. And if you follow inspired action, you are loving yourself. It's when we deny inspired action and we do what we think we should do. All right. Notice the should in there and the think. Because now we're going off of a program and programs are going to get you nowhere. If you want real quantum leaping expansion, you have to do inspired action. That's the only way it can happen. That is where we enter the quantum world is through inspired action and loving ourselves. Those are the keys to get into the quantum world. I mean, granted, you're always part of the quantum world, but to do the quantum leaps around the quantum world, you've got to get real and real in this and this ideology is loving yourself, inspired action, which is loving yourself. It's like a, you end up in this like wheel that is one and the same. Loving yourself unconditionally is inspired action and is overflowing to the world is serving the highest good of all. You can't lose. You cannot lose. And then all of a sudden it is possible to live on the ocean because it's serving the highest good of all. It's not a judgment of who you are or who your family is or who you're not being, or retaliating against your childhood, <coughs> or some sort of self-indulgent, indulging, you know, action. It's none of that. It's serving the highest good of all. <clears throat> and that is where the real action starts to flow, is in this serving the highest good of all. And I will remind you, it starts with you loving yourself unconditionally absolutely loving yourself unconditionally. That makes me think of a story. Um, and it's kind of a little bit, a little bit like off from this, but it, it obviously this story was told. I heard this story from another person, but I reckon, I know the two people involved and it, it just cracks me up. So Abraham Hicks, Esther Hicks was out to lunch with Louise Hay and, and also, um, Jerry Hicks was there and they were in her, um, Rolls Royce and, she got this parking spot that was like Louise Hay was driving. She was driving a Rolls Royce. She loved this car and she had the car because she loved it and she loved herself and, and she had it. So they're going to lunch and Esther Hicks loves like cars and she loves beautiful cars. And she was just so tickled to be in this vehicle and they found a parking place and she said it was so tight. They could barely get out of the car. They had to squeeze out (laughs) And Esther said to Louise, hey, aren't you worried that someone is going to nick your car? You know, like with their doors or something. And Louise said, not at all. Why would they do that? They love my car because I love my car. It was something to that effect. It's like everyone loves my car. And because for Louise, hey, she loves unconditionally. And then therefore it overflows to the world around her. And her projection on people is unconditional love. It's not um, her lower energies. It's not fear. So she doesn't have this fear that someone will hurt her car. It is so cool. And that's what we're talking about. You know, this overflowing of, of you. It's just you overflowing to the world. And in that overflowing, we begin to actually taste the oneness. It is in that. Now, when you're playing victim, you're, you're separating from the world around you. So of course you feel separate. You're creating separation. You're believing in separation. You're believing there is no God. And so you separate yourself. And that's the only reason you experience a 
a sense of being alone, a sense of being separate. But when unconditional love comes in, there is a sense of oneness, right? Because that is the core. God is love. And we are all aspects, pieces, and wholeness of God. So we are all like reflections of God here. And <laughs> I I don't, I honestly, the mind, the human mind cannot wrap itself around this concept. So we have to go to our innate wisdom, our innate Ah, senses of being, our six senses, Bella says it, we have to go to our knowing. And knowing that even if we can't comprehend this, even if we can't understand it, that it is just so. You know, that unconditional love and connection to one is serving all, is serving the highest good, and is reminding us and reflecting to us that we are one with all that is. And this sense of oneness is such a beautiful gift because it sees through all of the crap and separation. It sees through all the illusion. So someone can be in pain around you and instead of you thinking it's about you or it has something to do with you or it makes this person less of a person, instead it becomes, wow, um, an opportunity for compassion of seeing yourself in another from another time perhaps and remembering. You know, and an opportunity then to step up and serve the highest good in whatever capacity that is. And sometimes it's just listening and sometimes it's hugging and sometimes it's just being. And sometimes it's, you know, smack across the face, maybe, you know, wake up. Like, I don't know. It just is, you know, like maybe it's sometimes it's like money. You know, maybe it's sometimes it's um, just a, a kind act. So we have these opportunities, we're faced with them all the time, and it is so, so exciting. Woo! All right, well, I love you. I love you so much, and I'm so excited that we were able to come together today. How awesome! Have a wonderful day. Love you so much. Bye. Thank you for joining us on That Happiness Show. If you'd like more information or have questions, you can reach me at gemmafossett.com or... 401-699-6142. Private sessions are available as well as retreats. It is time to wake up and learn to love yourself again. Thank you for listening. This is Gemma Fossett, host of That Happiness Show.